Welcome to This Is His Story podcast. Ministries and God's stories you need to know. Welcome to episode 34. This is His Story podcast, where we focus on K-Life, the youth ministry located out of Branson, Missouri, but worldwide. And today I brought in my son Xander one more time, only because when he knows something that I don't know, it's great to find a guy who's been there, done that, and he can help journey us through our exploration of this ministry, which is, you know, pretty popular. So Xander, thanks for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yep. And let's start picking your brain. So it all ties back to um, Kennecook, right? Correct. It is a Kennecook ministry. I think it started in 1991, so it's still pretty new for the most part, so 30 years or so. Okay, and for those, I like I like assuming no one knows anything. So, Canacook is a youth summer camp that where that was birth that yeah yes. basis, and then out of that has grown multiple ministries. One of them is the one we did before the gap year program called Link Year. Yes, there's another one for post college graduates called the Canacook Institute. Yes, and then uh, at least a third is K Life. And K-Life, I'm going to put it in simple terms, and you're going to get into the weeds with me, is basically a ministry focused on youth. I mean, all the way from kids, all the way up to seniors in high school, preparing them so that they don't fall away when they get to college. And it sounds very similar to what a youth program in any church should be doing, but it's focused outside of church. And it doesn't mean they don't partner with churches, but we can get into that in a minute. But the whole purpose is it is a youth organization that's run by adults. And they it's not only activities. It's not just a summer camp. It literally is a year-long ministry to kids, local one-on-one kind of relationships. Is that a fair Correct. assessment? It's out of my in my knowledge of Canada Cook Ministries, it's the only one that is a year round thing. Like you have the link year, which is eight, nine months, institute, eight, nine months. Summer you camps. Have summer camps, you right. know, two weeks, month. This one is a whole year round with your specific students. Okay. So, yes. so so the home base is Branson, but that means nothing. If you live in Tupelo, Mississippi, then if there's a K Life in your town. What are you supposed to do? Like, how does it work? What, what, like, I'm a parent and I've got a 10 year old. What does K Life have to do with me? Yes. So, they do have different chapters where, like, there's one in North Dallas, close to us, and there's one in Branson. There's one in Fayetteville, Arkansas, the one that I um, worked for. They're not in every city yet, but they're, they're, not in, every city. Of, they're of in a cities. lot of cities. Okay. I would say in just the Midwest. I don't know if it's reached. Every state, I doubt it's reached every state. Okay, um, but so what does it look like? So I'm a parent. I find out there's a K life in my town. Um, is there a door I knock on, and like how how does my kid get involved, and what does that look like for that kid? I'm sure there's an app, the Canacook app that that's probably the best way for you to plug in. Is just go through the app, email, find the numbers that they send you to. Their website as well. I don't think it's not, they're not a parachurch with a specific church in the region that they're at. 
It's more of just a ministry in the area. And so, so it's that not would... paired with a specific church, if okay. that makes sense. But I guess my question is, when I say what does it look like, I'm not saying how much to sign up. Like, I drop my kid off on Tuesday night at 6 and pick them up at 8, and they got some Jesus in the meantime. Like, what, is, yeah. what does it mean to have my kid involved in K-Life? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So they have, I want to say it's called Club. Um, I can fact check that here in a second. But basically, that is when all the kids of the whole entire from age, you know, second grade to seniors, or depending on how they want to split it up, they have this club where they come meet and they play games. They listen to some sermon or teaching. And that's like once a week, you know, for us, it was a Tuesday night you know, from six to eight. And all the students would get there. And that's just where we get to know the kids, get to play with the kids, that kind of stuff. But you also are split into, eventually, you'll get to actual small groups with kids your age, of your gender. And that's where the discipleship is more of hands-on, not in like a big group setting. And like we met at our apartment and our guys, I had eighth grade guys and We'd pour into them and do a small group message and get to play a board game with them for an hour after. So I would say you have two responsibilities a week. One is the club. That's like the fun get together. And then eventually you'll start going with your own discipleship group with kids your age with a more one-on-one setting. At a different time. It's not like church where you go to church and then you break off for a Sunday school with small group. Correct. It's separate times. Now it could be different in other areas. I just know that's how mine worked. When okay. I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And so let's dig into that little small group setting. So you're going to have, once again, sort of mentors, people older than you, who, who are literally hired or volunteer for K-Life, who it's their job to pour into you, get to know you, and what, disciple you? Like, what is the goal of that leader? Yes, the goal of that leader is to disciple, get to do life with, we most of the people who work for K Life are volunteers, and so it's really fun because the community kind of helps and aids with like financial stuff. It's really cool how that works. Mm. Um, but yeah, the goal is just to simply like you're encouraged to go to their games if they are doing any sporting activities for your kids and go support them. And um, we had a group message with the kids alone, or to be like, hey, let's go grab Waffle House after class, um, okay. and we go pick them up, text their parents, hey. We're going to grab your kids here. We'll take them back, you know, back home at four. And so a lot of it's just doing life with younger kids um, and just getting to know that they are loved and valued. And then when you build the relational equity, eventually you start to talk about Jesus and just get to pour into their lives a little bit. So mm. a lot of it is just life on life, an avenue that you just get to be involved with kids' lives and um, pour into them. So I'm assuming that people who have gone through K-Lives are probably the number one volunteers of k-life later i would say so i think i know at the summer camps they push it a lot just because they know discipleship happens more in life on life than in a two-week setting in a summer camp right and so you see a lot of the time that's where it's pushed heavily of like hey you know we have a a k-life back in your hometown or near your hometown you should really get involved with that and so i guess it comes from just canicook in general But also I've seen some people who don't go to the summer camps and don't, you know, know about Cook well, and they just heard about it through their church and they get plugged in that way as well. So, okay. So 
A question I hope you're you're ready for. Cost is Canada Cook free? Does it come with a hundred dollars a semester? Like who who's funding this? Like somebody has to have a building and somebody yeah. has to buy the pizza and pay for the games and all you know, there's all there may be tons of volunteers, but there's also paid yes. people who are overseeing it all. Where does the money come from? The money comes from somewhere that I don't know. Um it's not on the parents to pay for their kid. Their kid. So now, the kids can come. The kids can come. That's you know, Sentstone, it's free. There are scenarios where like sometimes the events or the clubs that I was talking about, if they want to go to a bouncy house one weekend and Just bring twelve bucks. Yeah, those type of expenses happen from time to time. Also, along with the clubs, sometimes parents will volunteer to pay for the food that week. And so expenses can come, but for the most part, it's free. Okay. It's a nonprofit. It's run by donors. Correct. And for the kids, they don't want that to be a barrier. Of, you have to pay to be in. It's not a private club by any means. Correct. So if, if there's a K-Life in your town and you have a kid, what age, second grade, third grade up to senior, they would be welcome. Correct. And it doesn't yes. matter your denomination. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Baptist, it does not Whatever. Matter. They will accept you. They don't even have to be a Christian. Correct. Just come in. It come is, in and they will get you plugged in and find you a small group to attend. Okay. Love that. All that. Okay. Let's talk something a little crazy. I don't even know how you can answer this, but we'll stay in the uh, hypothetical rhetorical kind of ideas here. There are youth leaders who work for churches who probably are like, hey, I'm trying to build pizza parties on Tuesday night. I'm trying to teach my kids about Jesus. I'm trying to build relationships with them. And there's a K-Life in my town that's pulling my kids out of my church and we don't like it. What are y'all doing? Why why, why can't you just let us do our church the way we are? Is there a competition between churches or small churches or even big churches? Or does K-Life have to navigate with that? Do they partner with churches and say, we'll be your youth ministry? Like, What do you know about that? I have seen it play out in a couple ways already. And that... I have seen a small church in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where they just use that as their youth ministry. They use their facilities. Um, they help provide some money. And like I've seen a church use K-Life as just their youth field. Yeah. I've also seen it. It is a parachurch ministry. And so their goal is like, we are encouraging the kids to get plugged into their own churches. And so I've seen like in my own small group of kids i think in my 15 guys that we had there's four different churches that were accounted for in just my group okay and so i think obviously churches love it because it gets kids to their doors we're not trying to get them to go to their own churches but i've also seen the other side of where it also for a small church it has been used as all right this is going to be our youth program anyway we'll just go ahead and bring it in so I think it works both ways. I'm sure there is competition involved. Because there's conflict. There's going to be conflict. When you meet conflict. twice a week, whatever day it is you pick, and whatever day your friends say, come over to the house and let's meet, there's just going to be conflict. Correct. But once again, if you're keeping kids off the street or playing their video games or whatever, then people are literally in community getting to know one another, building healthy relationships. Um, if that happened four nights out of your week, that's not bad. Not bad. I mean, you know, Boy, this, I'm going to preach for a minute, but in a world full of trying to get our kids um, scholarships for sports, we spend so much time playing practices and games or whatever, and then these kids have a 
unbelievable dropout rate of going to church in college. But the kids who are plugged into K-Life and things like that are sort of kingdom-minded, walking through discipleship. They're living a great life, by the way. Your kid's not going to get a soccer scholarship anyway, by the way. For those who think think they are, the, the numbers are minuscule anyway. And I got plenty of stories talking about that of people who are even capable and they're burnt out. They're, they they decline their scholarships because of what parents put them through. But um, yeah, so this is a really healthy thing. So even if you had the um, multiple meetings a week between your church and K-Life, I don't even think that would be too much anyway. Correct. And most of the time, where K-Lives are located, are big cities. There's a lot going on anyway, a lot of kids to minister to. And it's not like the numbers are, we're fighting for the same kids most of the time. There's a lot of kids in the areas that they're located at. Right. Okay. This makes sense. Okay. So let's talk the other side. Let's talk about the volunteers. So what would make a college age kid, I'm assuming, somewhere you're 18 or 19 to 22, somewhere in there, what would make someone volunteer or want to make this their ministry? And I'm assuming it's free, meaning you're just volunteering your time, but you have friends that do it. You did it. What makes somebody say, I'm going to go pour into a fourth grader yeah. in my town and his friends? Like what, what motivates somebody to that? I think two things. First off, the college age ministering to the fourth grader, is not always the case. I know in Fayetteville, Arkansas, it's a college town. Mm-hmm. So most of the leaders are the college age kids. But the one here in Dallas, there's not a there's not a 20-year-old in sight. Most of it is adults that are ministering to the kids. And so I think it depends on the area first and foremost. I think it also just knowing what we're called to do of sacrificing your time, sacrificing your money, your energy. Those are the type of people that K-Life wants and when they can not only know the gospel, but also live it out and want to be a part of something. I also think that K-Life really respects the time and effort that people volunteer for. And so like for those events, at least in my experience, every single time food was catered. And so we got free food out of this or right. um, the, it, big, the big K-Life guys, like the ones who are not volunteers, the people that are like the head leaders of each chapter they love to disciple the leaders in the sense of like, I would get called and ask, Hey, you want to go get lunch today? Or, Hey, let me go check in on you. And so they also use that as a tool to get, you get poured into as well. It's right. not like you're just pouring out yourself for no reason or. Right. They feed the feeders. They do. Yeah. So they're paying attention. So it's a calling and it's also fun, meaning it's, it's so not a fun. chore. You enjoy going to K live, even though you're pouring into somebody you're getting poured into You're building relationships and networks. Yes. So, so, uh, so in Fayetteville, you're saying that because Fayetteville probably is so close to Branson, there's the network of people probably very familiar with Canacook. They've heard K life before. There's probably some really great facilities to go hang in. So you have the college age kids that are willing to volunteer their time, even while they're in school, just Correct. because they're already used to that culture and environment. Yes. Okay. Yes. And K-, K Life stands for Canna Cook? Is that what K means? I would assume so. You're not even sure. I'm not sure, but I would I would highly assume so because most of their stuff is like their camps are called K seven or K two. Right. They like the letter K for some so reason. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna assume the K means Canna Cook in I'll, some way. I'm gonna go with you. If anybody here is a leader of can of K Life 
and they're listening to this. I know we actually know a few, so that probably will listen. I hope they do. And we have said something that's made your toes curl and your eyes roll back your head like that is not right. Or, oh, I would have worded that a different way. I would love you to contact me and I would love to interview you because I'm sure having worked in ministries before, I've heard people um, butcher what it is that, that we do and like, oh, that's not the way we word that. We we like saying we like really emphasizing this and underlining that and no, 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 we don't do that. I know what time. This is a total aside for the, y'all listen to K-Life. I went with Insight for a Living, um, which is the Bible teaching ministry of Chuck Swindoll, and I went to Israel. I think I did this on an Israel trip. It might have been a Reformation trip, but either way, I was so proud because our department just printed this absolutely beautiful light blue coffee table book, and it had Insight for Living logo on the front, and it was like our 30th anniversary and I've spent, I'm not lying, six to eight months on this piece of writing our history, writing our milestones, breaking it down to the 11 different things that our ministry does. There was a double page fold out for each one of them. And we synopsize it like I worked hard and we gave it to every, we mailed it to everybody before the trip. And then when they got there, we gave them another copy because we thought, well, who's going to bring the copy they already have on their coffee table? So they had, now have two. We encouraged them to read it. We talked about it from the stage. Well, on the last night, I'm there to give away books because I have a lot of leftover gimmies and freebies. And I just say, hey, who can name three things that we do? Three. And not one out of 50 people, not one person could raise their hand. I'm like, I've been talking about this all week long, but it just is a reminder that not everybody has your elevator speech memorized. They don't all know all the little things that you do. And so I'm sure somebody listening right now from K-Life is like, man, we want to tell you so much more. And I will interview you and we will do a way better job. But this is sort of a quick overview of what K-Life is to the layman and trying to understand uh, the opportunities. And from what I understand on their website, Xander, you can actually sort of sign up to see if you could start a K-Life in your town. So it's not a matter of just... Can I just jump in the stream and be involved? It's like, hey, this is a great ministry. How can I get one in in my town? And they'll listen to you. And I believe they even have maybe it's like top 10 locations. They would love to start one and they're looking for partners. I cannot speak highly enough about K-Life and what it has done for my life and how I've seen kids grow up in it and speak highly of it as well. So it's a great ministry. I may not know all the ins and outs, but it's very special to me. Nice. And right now you have friends that are, volunteering in Fayetteville. I have friends who are volunteering in Fayetteville and I have friends who are in paid positions that also do work, K-Life jobs. Work for K-Life. They're not just sitting in Branton. They're literally in the home territories that they represent. Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. I love it. Thank you so much for telling us everything you know. Here's one more ministry we're getting to know on the This Is His Story podcast and stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow on TikTok or Instagram for daily stories Christians need to know. Wanting to increase the reach of your ministry or your church's ability to make disciples? Come to my website for free resources and webinars built exclusively for Christian nonprofits and churches. CreativeDigitalGuide.com helps executive directors and pastors learn how to gain ministry partners to do God-sized missions.